yeah, I hadn't I hadn't watched this movie in fucking shit. I don't even know how long. It's had to have been at least like ten years. Mm-hmm. But there was a good portion when I watched this movie like a lot, like over and over again. So I remembered a lot of it, and then there's some stuff, the very like little details that I was like, "Hey, what the? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, like never noticed that." Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, it was it was cool rewatching it. And I was tripping out on like the movie to fight ratio in here mm. compared to the other ones is like yeah, yeah, it's insanely different because the other ones are just about like fucking. That's what Michelle. Uh, pointed out too when we we're watching it yeah because like, it, it goes on for like, a really long time yeah yeah the pa- the pacing and because it's it's really like it's really not a boxing movie it's more of like a drama about this dude's like you yeah. know life his struggle yeah he's um, already like at the end of his career or the yeah the other ones are just way more about boxing in general yeah um, which is cool they work just Dude, i love i i two, love three, yeah four. yeah so do i i love i love them a lot <laughs> we were we were i was just we were laughing at uh because i was watching this morning like laughing at like how this one is compared to like the stark contrast from this to rocky four oh my god <laughs> fucking ridiculous yeah but um yeah let's jump let's jump into this bad boy uh and let's uh, play it again man You must remember this a kiss is just a kiss Good morning Vietnam You're going to need a bigger boat Erica 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 Hasta la vista baby What's up, everybody? Steven here. Jason here. And we thought we'd bring you a very special movie for the first of the new year. And we are doing Rocky, starring Sylvester Stallone. Uh, It was written by him as well. It came out on November 21st, 1967. And I was marveling at the fact that uh, it was made for less than a million dollars, I think. So somewhere between $960,000 to $1.1 million, give or take. But it grossed $225 million and was also nominated for a bunch of Oscars. And just it, it's it was such a underdog movie about an underdog yeah. and just became the greatest. It, it's basically Rocky in real life yeah. um, and launched Sylvester Stallone's career and fucking awesome. But before we get into everything else, uh, let's talk about the beginning like we always do. And uh, when we first saw this movie or when it first really became important to us. Uh, I would say high school. Um, yeah, high school, watching it on on, uh, on on television. I definitely saw Rocky IV first. Oh, okay. And then I went backwards. All right. And then... Uh, I might have done the same. Because I remember, like, yeah. Rocky... Like, how we were saying about Die Hard. Yeah. Rocky IV... Mostly. Rocky IV was on cable all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't miss that shit if if you're of the same age as us or older. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, and then I started to go backwards, and then uh, yeah, I want to say I watched Rocky last, and even 
so in high school at that age, like I liked this movie, but it wasn't until a little later that I appreciated it more for like an actual movie. Yeah, because it's like where's the box and where's the yeah. where's the muscles, where's the, all that stuff. I mean the the. At that, I can remember at that age, the coolest part to me was the training sequence, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's not even that long. It's really not. Yeah, not at all. Um, but but I do remember liking and and seeing uh, like the the essence of of Rocky. Like in this movie, it shows you everything. It yeah, shows yeah, you, yeah. It shows you. He's already been fighting for half his life, mm-hmm. you know. He just never quits. Not the greatest boxer. Yeah. But he's a hell of a puncher. Like, yeah. And he could take and he could just he take, could take the hits. A, yeah, and his nose has never been broken. Yeah. <laughs> until until this fight. That's what I love that they keep saying. <laughs> yeah, over and keep over. Keep it again. that way. Looks good on you. Dude, yeah. It's, um, it's great. But yeah, uh I this movie for sure is my favorite. I I besides Rocky 4. Yeah. But I now as an adult, I appreciate this movie way more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just, I just love this movie so much. And um, good suggestion, by the way. I, I was thank you when you when you brought it up. I was just like, oh, you know what? I not only have I not seen that in a while, like just to start the new year. You know, everybody's got goals and everything. Yeah. Just great yeah. suggestion. You know, and and I was watching it, and throughout the movie, I'm watching it with Melissa and my sister. Yeah. And I'm just like, they've both seen the movie, but they haven't seen it nearly as much as me. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching it, and then as the movie's just going on, I'm just like, God damn, this movie's awesome. It's great, like, man. This movie's it really great, is. man. Like, and I just it, From I the, fucking the, love this the movie. The acting, the cinematography's yeah. great. Uh, Bill Condy's score is yeah. fucking amazing. It, it's it's amazing. Sylvester Stallone is just like, he's also being, just being himself. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Too, right? a, a lot. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the dialogue is... Well, he's just, I, he's just like rolling. From with what it. I under, from what I understand, he actually was like an enforcer too. Oh, um, really? Back in the day, yeah. That's why I mean, he wrote this movie, and it's very close to like Himself? who he was. Yeah, who yeah. he was, and everything. Um, anything else to say before before I put my two cents in? Uh, no, it's just you know, this is uh probably Sylvester Stallone's best movie, probably, and. Uh, it, 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 what's craziest to say is everything that he's done afterwards, and this is like his most iconic. This movie is probably not only Sylvester Stallone. This is probably one of the most iconic movies. Oh yeah, of all time. Like without and a doubt. What's great too is to real quick before you go, um, to show someone this movie. Yeah. And for them, like they've if they've never seen never this seen movie, it, yeah. And they're like, wait, this is Sylvester Stallone? Like, holy shit. Yeah, like it's yeah, a yeah. whole nother side. Oh yeah. A whole nother thing before he goes full eighties. Eighties <laughs> action ham. star, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, just to show like where he came from and, and every and you know why he deserved to be on the screen for as long as oh, yeah. as long as he has been and everything. It's yeah. it's fantastic. Um so for me. These movies, like we said, Rocky Four was always on fucking yeah. TV. Uh, I remember the Brit. I don't know if you remember the Brisk commercial, the claymation oh, yeah. ones, yeah. like that stuff. So you see these movies on TV and the iconography just throughout. You know, the training montage and the beating meat and everything. It's just yeah. it's so hot shots. They do the Adrian thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just I would see it all the time, and I remember watching you know Rocky Four. And seen parts of this movie, but I was a kid, so it's slower, and I'm like not as interested. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's no Dolph Lundgren in it or anything like that. So uh, it wasn't until high school. In high school, I got really into collecting my own DVDs and just building because my mom always had VHSs and DVDs and stuff, uh, whatever the medium was. And then once I started being able to just collect my own stuff, I, I just really uh, wanted to get everything and even stuff that I hadn't seen before. So I can't remember if I went to Best Buy or FYE or something, one of the stores at the mall back in the day. But they had a the Rocky five disc like fucking mm. thing and like the box i just remember the box art was amazing it was him with the fucking american flag around his shoulders <laughs> and just the the um the cases were really thin they, they all fit in like you know in the space of like maybe one or two cases mm. and for like a period i've only had it for like a month and for like a period of a month i watched rocky first i watched rocky one through five and then after that, I just watched Rocky 1 through 4 mm-hmm. on repeat for, like, that whole oh, month yeah. just over and over again. Not, like, every day, but, like, I would watch one, and then I would watch another one the next day and the next day or whatever. And then my sister, who lived with me, was like, hey, can I borrow that? And I was like, all right. And then <laughs> I forgot about it, and I never saw it again. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until, like, a year later, I was like, where did that shit go? Because I wanted to watch Rocky again, mm-hmm. and, like, I just never saw it again. <laughs> And I was like, damn, what the fuck? Because I just don't understand. Like, it must, she must have just misplaced it or something. Because, yeah. like I said, we lived in the same house. I know she had a DVD player in her room, probably, yeah. or something. I don't know. Probably took it to a friend's house or something. Maybe. I don't I don't know. But that shit just, I never found it again. Aww. And I still haven't bought the DVDs again. Um, but, yeah, that, like, I, I watched this movie over and over again. Um, and it, it just, it's so endearing. And, like. Rocky's a big he's like Bupkis. He's a big fucking yeah. animal that's loud and obnoxious, yeah, yeah. but you kinda he's just a you lovable love yeah. lovable character and he grow and he grows on you and you just that that sheer will of like not giving up and just mm-hmm. you know, it it just it's a great movie and you're right, like younger I didn't really appreciate this movie the way that it needs to be or that right. it should be appreciated. And uh yeah, it just it became Something that I would go back to every once in a while, but it has been some time since I've seen this movie in its entirety. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, jump into the cast really quick. Do the cast pretty quick. There's a whole lot of people in here that are kind of like just shout outs. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, we'll do that really fast. So obviously we got Sylvester Stallone. And I think this is the first <laughs> yeah. Sly movie that we've done. Yeah. Um, he, he's like he needs no introduction. He really does. This is insane if you've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. He really doesn't. But for those of you yeah. who don't uh, know where he came from, so like I said, he I believe he was like an enforcer before. Okay. Um, you know, he had done jobs like that before. You know, he's a little tough guy. Um, and then he also did a movie called Death Race Two Thousand. Um, where he plays Machine Gun Joe, I think. He's got a real small part. It's like mm. a weird sci-fi movie with David Carradine. I I've remember, only seen the remake. I remember wa- Yeah, I remember watching it one night with a few friends, and it was really kooky and, and yeah. stupid. It's like a weird sci-fi 70s movie. And then right before this, I think he, he also starred in a porno. Um, oh, I heard about that. I don't know if you see his Johnson, his, his, uh, his stallion. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think he's got, like, a small part in, like, a porno or whatever. But regardless, he writes this movie, and obviously it gets it gets picked up by, uh, by MGM Studios to get produced or released by MGM Studios, at least. And uh, 
this movie kind of just skyrockets his career. He gets nominated for like a couple. He gets nominated for a couple Academy Awards for writing, for acting. He doesn't win those. Um, the movie gets nominated, and I believe wins Best Picture, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm almost positive it does. But uh, yeah, after that, he makes a bunch of Rocky sequels. First Blood, we know we talked mm-hmm. about, uh, and makes a bunch of sequels to that movie, and then does. Does it? I I feel like, and they've talked about it before. Him and Arnold are like competing not only for roles, but for like who's the biggest, yeah. like rock star, fucking action star in in the eighties. Does movies like Cobra, <laughs> does movies like Tango and Cash with Kurt Russell, where he's playing like a funny, I like weird, watch that, that I've movie. Seen that. I don't know if you'll like it. It's like six different movies in one. At first, it's like <laughs> a buddy cop movie. Then it's a prison escape movie. Then it's like it's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the 90s is when he really, like, starts making movies that become more... Because, I mean, as I've seen Cobra, but I don't really remember it. Uh, yeah, obviously, not... obviously, the first Blood movies, um, or the Rambo movies, uh, they, oh, yeah. they, they're super iconic. You know, you know, Cobra, they made Cobra for him? You know why they made that for him? Why? Because he was... He, so, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, he was originally supposed to be Axel Foley. Really? Yeah. And then, but like the premise of the movie was always a, a, a action comedy. comedy. Okay, and he was like the first idea for that. And he really wanted to be in that, and he really wanted to make a movie like that. And then they did like, you know, test, you know, screening or test, yeah, uh, yeah. shoot, whatever. And then they realized Cobra is really dark. Yeah. yeah and then they remember. And then they realized, oh no, this ain't gonna work. Well, see, okay, it's funny that you brought that up. Because uh, now it's jogging my memory. When I listened to the rewatchables of Tango and Cash, uh-huh. that's the movie he made. And they brought that up that he wanted to be in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. So he made Tango and Cash yeah. uh, because of that as well. Yeah. And, that makes sense. And that's why in Beverly Hills Cop 2, yeah. when they're in uh, Detective uh, uh, Rosewood, Rosewood's apartment. Uh-huh. Or no, is it? Yeah. You know better than me. I I, I haven't seen those movies in in ages. They're in Rosewood's apartment, and uh, Axel Foley is in his bedroom uh, making a call, and then he, like, moves the door, and he has a big-ass poster of Cobra (laughs) in the back. (laughs) Nice. So the the people from that movie, they're like, all right, well, we're going to make a movie for you. Yeah. We're going to make Cobra, and you're going to be Cobra. Nice. But that's a dark-ass movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I remember liking that movie, but I, I've only seen it like once when I was like really young. I mm. watched it with my dad or, or something. There's a clip on Instagram that's fucking funny from that one where he's cleaning his gun and he's cutting up a pizza slice with scissors. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm that. just like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was him in the '80s. In the '90s, I think he makes a lot of movies that not are, that aren't necessarily good, but he's just bringing in a lot of box office revenue yeah. for everybody. Um, Obviously, Demolition Man is a oh, classic. Great, yeah. We got to do that one. Yeah, yeah. Judge Dredd was like, it was presented as like going to be this big, huge fucking hit, and yeah. it had like a lot of, I think a lot of Stan Winston like fucking makeup and weapons and everything in it, but it was didn't go anywhere. Didn't mm-hmm. really do anything. There was video games and a bunch of shit that just uh, failed. Um, Cliffhanger was another big Dude, one for him. Fuck yeah, Cliffhanger's good. Uh, a movie called Daylight. 
uh, that he did where I remember that he's, one. Uh, he's there's a bridge that's underneath San Francisco that mm-hmm. takes you out to the bay and then it collapses and everybody's stuck in there. Oh, okay. It's another disaster movie. Uh, I know you like that movie Copland. Yeah. Copland. Any other ones that you remember from the 90s? Uh, Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> I think that one's still in the 80s. Is I, it? I think. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't have it in front of me. That right movie's now. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but I love that movie. <laughs> oh, another one. My my family would be very upset with me. I believe 1991 um, John Landis film called Oscar. Um, it's mm. him in a comedy. I think I might have told you about it before. Uh, he's, a, he's a mobster and mm. his dad, played by Kirk Douglas, dies and wants him to give up the mobster life. So it takes place all in one day. It's very play-like. Mm. All in one day in his house and he's trying to like go straight that day. Mm. Uh, but yeah, really, I, I really love that movie. There's a lot of good people in that movie. Um, but yeah, Sylvester Stallone, he, big 90s for him. Had a really big lull in like the early two thousands, yeah, and then came back and just started making a bunch of like independent action movies. The Expendables, the Expendables oh, yeah. was like a bigger franchise for him, but um, I couldn't get with those movies. Came man. back it in was... the in the in the mid two thousands and did a uh, fucking John Rambo, or is it just called Rambo? Rambo, just called Rambo. Those are cool. Which is a gnarly ass movie. That was a way to come back. And right then uh, you weren't with me when I watched Last Blood, huh? Have you watched that one? Last Blood. Where he's oh, on his oh, ranch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. Okay. I wasn't here, but... Yeah, yeah we watched it. that one. I, that was I was gnarly. like, fuck, I'll put it on. And then I watched it. I was like, holy shit, this is <laughs> so crazy. back. Because for a while, and the movie's going on, and, like, nothing happens. And then yeah. the first thing he does that's gnarly is, like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's crazy. It's insane. But, I mean, dude, Sylvester Stallone's legacy is secured as one of the and biggest And he's got new stars. shit out right now, too. Currently. Yeah, no. He's got, he's got a he's bunch got of a stuff. He's got a TV show. Yeah. Which I watched an episode of. It was all right. And then that sh- another show, I think, or it's a movie called Samaritan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but He's I, like I a superhero or yeah, something like, like that. Ah. Um, obviously, we got uh, Talia Shire, who plays Adrian. Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed. Oh, yeah. Always plays, uh, also plays, uh, fuck. Dil- oh, Dylan. Dylan, yeah. Dylan and Predator. And Chubbs. Chubbs. Chubbs Peterson and Happy Gilmore, <laughs> which is a movie we love. And now he's on The Mandalorian as well. Yeah. He's fucking kick-ass in that movie. Yeah. Burt Young, who's in been in a bunch of stuff over the years, mostly the or mainly the Rocky movies is what I remember seeing him from. Mm-hmm. He's also in a movie called Mickey Blue Eyes, where he plays a gangster. And he's in uh, Once Upon a Time in America uh, with Robert De Niro and everybody else's Sergio Leone movie. He's been in a bunch of stuff over the years, uh, but I mainly know him as Polly from these movies. He's always angry, always yelling at everybody, and then immediately fucking wants to be everybody's friend again. Hey, you know he was a, a boxer? He was, I, a, he was a real boxer really? back in the Really? I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Um, we also have Mickey, who's played by Burgess Meredith. He was, uh, I didn't know this until like way later, but he was apparently uh, the Penguin on the Batman series. I just saw that earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Penguin on the Batman series. And then he's also in another movie that I used to watch when I was a kid that I cannot remember right now. I've never seen him. He's, he, dude, else. he's been in a bunch of... He's He was, like, by this time when he's oh, yeah. in Rocky, this is, like, end of his career pretty much. But he yeah. was in so much shit early on, like, a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff. I was looking at his IMDb and just fucking... In, a bunch of movies my grandma would have <laughs> yeah. watched. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Burgess Meredith... 
And then after that, Tony Burton, obviously. Tony Burton's uh, Paul Creed's trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fucking awesome in this movie. He's in all the rest of the Rocky movies as well. And then I remember we brought him up on the Shining episode as well. He's in there for a quick second. Um, wow, he passed away. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. He's I in a lot of fighting movies. He is in a lot of fighting movies. <laughs> he's in House Party 2. He's in uh, Armed and Dangerous with John Candy. He's in Hook as well, and I forgot that he was in there. Uh. He's one of the pirates. Um, Stan Shaw, who plays Dipper, the guy that uh, fucking gets Rocky's locker instead of him when when Mickey changes oh, yeah. out his locker. Yeah, I thought I recognized him. Uh, he's in he's in some other stuff. The main thing that I recognize him from is a movie called Monster Squad that I really really like. Oh okay. Uh, oh, this guy, Simi Bow or Simi Bo, I'm not sure. He's a club corner man. Um, when in Rocky's first fight. I've never seen. I've only seen him in one other thing, but um, I just was like, oh, right away. I was like, that's the fucking janitor from Beetlejuice when they're like in the weird other side fucking world or whatever. Mm. Yeah, but I just thought I'd shout that guy out. I'm sure, he's been in a bunch of other stuff, but other than that, let's uh, jump into the film. Like I said, uh, first thing I noticed in this movie was um, the corner in in Rocky's side is a dude from Beetlejuice. Also, I didn't remember the credits, the scrolling title with um, Bill Conti's score on it. I was like, oh, that was a little bit, uh, because you know the theme so well by now. Mm -hmm. Seeing it and hearing it that loud at the beginning when you don't really, I was thinking like if you don't know what the movie's about or whatever, it'd be kind of jarring, I think. Because now it makes sense because it's like, oh shit, Rocky, and Mm -hmm. we know what Rocky is and everything. But other than that, I was like, it'd be weird to be in a theater and then a movie just starts like that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so after Rocky's first fight, he wins. And then it's, I, ju- I find it so funny that, uh, spider Ringo or Ringo, spider Rico. Ringo, Rico, spider Rico headbutts him. And there's like this, all this animosity he beats the shit out of him and everything. And then he's like all sad or fucking Rocky's walking back to the like training room. And then he goes in there and he's just sitting on the bed next to him. I was <laughs> like, damn, dude, this is, that's what a life to live. And then, like I said, uh, I was looking up. Spider Rico gets seventeen dollars. Rocky gets forty two dollars. In nineteen seventy five, Spider Rico would have gotten, I think, what I say, ninety four bucks. Yeah. And then uh, Rocky would have got two hundred thirty two dollars and sixty five cents today. Jesus. Which is not enough to get your ass kicked, in my in my opinion. Um, one thing that I noticed right away: Rocky loves animals. Yeah. And that pretty much in any movie equals Heart of Gold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he loves the, the cats. He's got his own fish at home. Um, turtles. Turtles. Yeah, the turtles. He's a leftover beer drinker. I just fucking comes home smoking a cigarette, drinking beer, and then fucking puts a cigarette out in his beer. You notice those fucking, uh, those bottles he has on his couch? Oh, no. What, I was going to say when we got there, the like, fuck? the audacity that he has to fucking look at Adrian and be like, you want to come over here on the couch? It's a pretty good couch. I don't know. Like, dude, look. <laughs> <laughs> just so many bottles. Yeah. All just turned out like, dude, I mean... That place smells They could so be bad. anywhere else, yeah. and it wouldn't be as bad. Like, yeah. they could be on the floor, they could be... Why are they Why are they turned upside down on your couch? Yeah, it's... Dude. Just dripping. Yeah, into the couch. Yeah. yeah that place definitely <laughs> stinks to all the high hell. Uh, what, what did you notice, uh, like, right from the beginning? Um, 
Oh, the I guess when I watched this movie a lot, um, I didn't know who Rocky Marciano was. Oh, okay. And yeah. you know he's he's got the poster. He was a real boxer. Yeah. Uh, fa- famous, super famous boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, you never watched Coming to America? Yeah. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really like watch his fights or really like. Well, I mean, yeah, dude, he's, he's a really old ass boxer. Yeah, yeah. But since then, I've seen you know some of his fights on YouTube and stuff. And, yeah, and like realize how how much of a huge impact he was for the Italian community. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, back in those days, and um, you know, and 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 noticing when Mickey's telling him. You remind me of him. Yeah, you're you fight like him a lot, mm-hmm. and he also didn't have any balance, just like you, until he learned yeah. how to fight balance, and then he you know started fucking people up. Um, that that was like a big thing I noticed. Um, and then something else I noticed. Well, actually, I didn't even notice it. Michelle noticed it. You know when he goes to to the gym, to his locker, the the, the no, no kissing. kissing. <laughs> what the fuck I is that? I was sitting there and I was like. Is that? I had to rewind it. I was like, "Did that say what I thought it said?" Yeah, <laughs> it's just a no kiss. I didn't. I didn't even see that. And she's like, "No I, kissing." I can't believe you didn't see it, considering how fucking huge your TV is. Yeah. For those I, of you guys who don't know, Jason's got a theater-sized television in his living room. Hey, biggest TV I've ever seen in my life. Don't ask me how I got it. I fell off a truck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. Be- before that, when the f- when he first goes home, when I was talking about um, mm-hmm. seeing his turtles and everything, I never noticed. I mean, it's not a big deal or anything, but I never noticed. Uh, I was like sitting there, and I was listening. I was like, "Wait a minute, is it playing fucking Cool in the Gang right now?" And I turned it up. Oh yeah, and they're playing. It's playing Summer Madness, which is mm-hmm. my favorite Cool in the Gang song. And I was like, "Oh shit, it is." I never. I'd seen this movie a million times, and never noticed that He's, before. He, he has the radio on nonstop, huh? I, that's that cool. that I did I noticed a few other songs in there, but I didn't notice that he had like. I feel like he always has music playing. Yeah, he always has it has it going. Or he'll before he does he does have music on. He'll like make a mention. Oh, I gotta put music on. Yeah, fucking yeah, do that. Uh, what else? What else did you notice? It's not so much that I noticed, but I just really love his his wardrobe. Okay. I love the way he dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that he has that ball and you really realize if you so what he's doing with the ball is that he's training his hands yeah. constantly yeah to hand-eye coordination yeah, yeah, yeah throw the ball and catch it throw yeah. the ball and catch it and that's that's really what he's doing yeah because i was i was noticing too i mean i'd always notice it but like the level of of like dedication stallone had to the whole boxing persona yeah. like you know when in any type of conversation, either where he's talking to um, to Polly or anybody, he's always just kind of throwing yeah. his shoulders, yeah. like you know, just kind of shadow box, ha- half shadow boxing yeah. the whole the whole movie. Um, I love the line, "I should have broke your thumbs." Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's way too fucking nice too. Oh, he's, he's so, so nice. nice. He's so nice. That's what I'm saying. Every scene with him and Polly or him and him and uh, Mickey or anything. They're like screaming at each other, and one of them's the other one's mad, and then he just calms down and then goes back and yeah. like wants to be nice. And the the uh, speaking of that, the audacity of the fucking driver of uh, oh of yeah, Gasso yeah. or yeah, Grasso, yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. his name is, the, the audacity of that guy. Uh-huh. 
You know what Rocky could do to you? Break his thumbs. You know what he could do to you? <laughs> you're lucky you're driving that fucking car. Yeah, you for real. Like, you scumbag. Yeah, take her to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, he's way too nice. You know, that job is not is not the best for him. No, of course not. Um, I mean, he was unwilling to break that dude's thumb. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, just and and you know, so he's already like punch drunk by this point, right? In yeah. a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. The, that's the that's the great thing about this movie is that it 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 shows you the life of a boxer that's been fighting since he's been fighting since he was fifteen. Mm-hmm. He says he's thirty now. Yeah. Um. But that's you know you can see that in the way he speaks, but he's also still very like insightful. Yeah. He's still yeah. very like like wise. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. And when he said he's 30, I was like, fuck, 30? Yeah. Like, obviously he's older than that in real life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, No, maybe, I don't know. Maybe he there. might be a little bit older, but... Uh, not much? Not much older than yeah. that. No, yeah. definitely not. He's he's definitely not past, like, 35 in this role. Yeah. Yeah. The movie, the movie is really... I mean, the story is obviously very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's just an underdog story about Triumph of the Will, pretty much. However, I did find a problem with, I mean, at some point, Sylvester Stallone would have been like, oh, fuck, I got to move this shit along. I got to figure out Mm -hmm. just a real easy, quick way that one Apollo Creed, they lose the fighter. And then like right away, he's like, I'm just going to fight a normal person. I was like, would he come to that conclusion that fast? And would everybody be on board that quick? Because everybody was like, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I was like, I feel like his corner or the promoter would have fucking, like, promoter would have been like, how the fuck am I going to sell tickets to sell a fight? Right. You're fighting a fucking bum. And, mm-hmm. Or his corner, like, no, we don't want to tarnish your reputation like that. Yeah. Like, that was... What if he like, beats you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, that was... Not even what if he beats you, just like, you going to fight a fucking nobody? Like, yeah. what? Like, that was a little bit too quick for me. And then also the way they pick... Rocky specifically because they're just going through a list and then he sees his name Italian standard he's like oh I want to fight this guy like yeah. that I was what like what book is that that they're going through I don't know you, you, well th- this is the thing th- about that is that might be a logical inconsistency for us or for movie wise but I'm not so sure that it is because you have to think we live in a time where even the books that we used to see TV guide and fucking the newspaper in our house every day those things don't even really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking in the 1970s, there was a lot more shit that was on the on the newsstands or delivered to your house or like that for very specific, dude, phone books, very specific things. But is he looking through a book of ranked fighters? Is that, that what he's that's doing? That's what I'm assuming. That's weird. Like how often do you got to update that for when guys are, are I don't know. current or retired? Like, I don't know. But think about it. Think about how weird it is for us to think that we would be looking through a phone, like a phone book right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, could be a logical inconsistency where they just kind of wrote it in there really quick. Yeah. But I don't know because we weren't alive back then. And there's plenty of things that I remember as a kid that I can for damn sure tell you kids have no fucking idea what they are now. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I don't know. That's a good call out, but we don't know. Maybe somebody could uh, comment on this episode yeah. and let us know. Somebody, 
that's a little bit older. Obviously, I don't know if any like older boxers <laughs> listen to our show, but yeah, maybe maybe that's a thing. But yeah, just the way they pick they pick him and everything, it just seemed like those were beats where he's like, "All right, I got to get the shit moving." Yeah, how right? how yeah. are we gonna do it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe um, that's happened before. Maybe I don't know. Well, in other instances, like that whole movie Invincible is based on it. They had a fucking tryout to be on the Eagles, and mm-hmm. that guy actually made the team. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not a fucking boxing history buff. Uh. As far as, like, by this time, far as, like, really good scenes come along, I really like uh, his and Adrian's first date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ice cream stuff is, is cool. You know, he's just kind of really winning her over. But, like, the the conversation that they're having um, outside of, I think, his house before they go inside. Because they go inside that first night, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the conversation that they're having outside... Uh, the day after the fight, or he's telling her about the day after the fight, like what your body everything feels hurts. like. Yeah, everything yeah. hurts and everything. I don't know. Just something about that was like, it's just a really nice, nice scene. And yeah. then the scene inside when they go inside, that's when it gets kind of like it's a little creepy. It is a little creepy. Um, yeah, I think I think it worked. I like watching movies back then. I don't think people would have been as creeped no. out because I think that was kind of like what happen all the time <laughs> all the time yeah oh i wrote it down here too because of the implication uh like obviously adrian's very fucking like kept to herself yeah, very shy. shy super but uh you know he puts both his arms around like her leaving her and he's a big dude and yeah i mean obviously she falls in love with him and everything like that but without knowing that going forward you could be like oh she's She's terrified. Terrified, and she's going to have sex with this dude because of the implication that yeah. things might go wrong, <laughs> as uh, as Dennis Reynolds would say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that uh, that scene was nice, and then it turns into, you know, it's still nice up until he goes to kiss her because, you know, he's just still trying to be like, I'm not a creep and blah, yeah. blah, all that stuff. And then we see his fucking beer bottle couch <laughs> and everything like that. It yeah it's and then uh, that's what I wrote too. Did they bang that first night? Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? Nah. You think Rocky would would be able to fucking keep it in his pants? It's probably been a while. You're right for him. It's probably been a while for her, I, if ever. I, I think she's a virgin. You think so? Yeah, she's thirty. Yeah, but think about it. Later on, when Pauly freaks out on them, yeah, he's saying that he never got married. He never did anything with his life because she couldn't live on her own. That's true. And so, yeah, that's why he was so eager to give Rocky his sister. He's like, dude, get her the hell get out, get her of the here. fuck out of my life because I need to live mine. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. too late already for me. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Speaking of that, he's a fucking asshole. Oh no, he's he is a, such a and prick he is to consistently her. an asshole through. All of these yeah. movies, all of you them. You would think he'd get a little bit nicer after Rocky gives him money, nope. fucking gives him everything he wants. No, still a fucking yeah. Dick. Uh, uh, I was as I'm watching this, um, th- him being an asshole and him yelling reminded me of stuff that I would see between family members, and I was like, Ugh, this is yeah. I hate this. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, 
even like the nonviolence of just the yelling, yeah, and the, just the pissy mood and the pissed off mood and stuff. When he just, throws the turkey out the window. Just, I was like, you yeah, dick. I'm just like, God, what? Like, why do you have to be such a fuck? Like, what are yeah. you getting out of that? Yeah. Out of being a fucking asshole for? You know what bugs me too is is how long it takes Rocky to finally show him, hey motherfucker, yeah, this is my fucking woman now. Mm-hmm. You're gonna treat her with respect. Like yeah. it takes him a while to fucking get there. Yeah, and then, you know, finally he does, but. I think the first time, you know, I would have been like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, like, because why are you talking it, to your sister like yeah, that? Yeah, because it, it seems borderline fuck I mean, obviously it's it's um uh verbal verbally abusive for yeah. sure, which is not good, but it seems like borderline physically abusive and then it gets to that point when he brings the fucking bat oh out. Oh my and god, yeah, yeah. It's, right it's, there I would have fucking laid him out. Yeah, like yeah. Rocky is just like protecting her, but like damn like it's it was a dangerous game. But hey, he maybe that shows what kind of household Rocky came from too. Yeah, yeah. It does. Maybe he was kinda like all that's right. what I was th- that's what I was thinking is like, oh, this is family business. Mm-hmm. Like I can't get involved in yeah, family yeah. until it goes to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And we also know how good of a guy Rocky is, doesn't yeah. want to hurt nobody and all yeah. that stuff. Um next scene that I that I fucking thought was just really, really fucking cool is uh when Rocky comes in and he goes to talk to Mickey. <laughs> I was laughing. And he's like, he goes to talk to Mickey because they're telling him like, oh, somebody was asking about you or whatever. And he gives him that card. He's like, oh, here's this fucking Apollo's probably looking for uh, sparring partners. And then Rocky walks away. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, Apollo's probably looking for sparring partners. And he's like, I just fucking said that. Hey, you got something for me? Yeah, there was some guy here from Miles Jurgens looking for you. They need sparring partners for Apollo Creed. Put me on. There's a car. What was it here? About an hour ago. They'll probably look for sparring partners for Creed, you know? I said that before, you dumb dago! You know, I've been coming in for six years, and six years you've been sticking it to me. I want to know how come. You don't want to know. Yeah, I want to know how come. You want to know? I want to know how! Okay, I'm going to tell you. Because you had the talent to become a good fighter. And instead of that, you became a leg breaker to some cheap second-rate loan shark. It's a living? It's a waste of life. And then, like, he's <laughs> like, you know what? You've been telling me about all these years. He's like, I want to know why you've been treating me so bad. He's like, you don't want to know. I want to know. Like, that that whole back and forth. Yeah. And then he tells him that, oh, you had, you know, you had talent. And yeah. you fuck, what'd you do? You fucking became a fucking enforcer yeah. for some, like, two-bit loan shark. Mm-hmm. That back and forth is, was was really cool. I like that one a lot. And that's that's like that real trainer, you know, sensei master student relationship. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it really is like I mean, not to that extreme, it's not always like that, but the fact of like showing, hey man, I believed in you, but you didn't believe in yourself and I'm not gonna no matter what, I'm not gonna make you fucking want this. You know, you gotta yeah. want it. Yeah. And, you know, that's how long it takes him to... I mean, that's also why he was so so quick to just turn around and be like, look, these guys need me. You yeah. Know, you know, I would have been there for you, but hey. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much the next scene... Oh, I noticed when he goes to meet with Apollo Creed's people, mm-hmm. or when he goes to meet with the promoter, who also, uh believe his name is... uh Let's see, where am I? Jerrigan in the movie, and his name is uh, Thayer David. Vincent Hanna Award for sure. When he's talking to fucking Apollo Creed, he's like, uh, I'm a promoter. He's I'm a classic. Da, da, da. I was yeah. like, if, to ham it up over fucking uh, 
Mickey, Mickey is yeah. like, dude, ridiculous. Yeah, the classic old timey yeah. fucking. Uh, but that's that scene. He he gives. He gives the lady the car to tell her like, oh, they want to see me, and then. Before he goes in the office, he's like, can I have that back? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would he ask for the card back? But I feel like he's he's such, you know, he holds all his pictures in his wallet and mm-hmm. everything. So I, I always feel like if things didn't work out for him the way they do in this movie and the rest of everything, that would be something else he would keep it like, oh, look, they wanted me to spar. I sparred with Apollo Creed before and blah, yeah. all this shit. It's just like another level of like, how sad it is to be on the bottom and, oh, the, th- yeah. and the things you hold on to for sure. because they mean so much more than than shit that people that are on the top you know care, care about. about yeah 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 they're beyond that and then uh, just the I le- there's a the 70s is very popular for like just zoom ins uh, they do it a couple times in this movie um, and a lot of them I don't think really work that well. They do it the first time when he's looking at himself in the mirror and he takes a picture off when he's when he's a kid. Mm-hmm. And they do it on Adrian at one point. But the one part where I think it really works is when he first he first tells the promoter first tells him like, Oh, we want you to fight Apollo Creed and then it's just like this real slow zoom yeah. in on his face and like he says no, but the promoter's still talking to him, and they're still just staying on on Sylvester Stallone, and he looks like sick, like he's yeah. like, yeah, oh dude, fuck, yeah. like what am I gonna like? He knows I shouldn't do this, but at the same time, if I Can't don't pass do this, the there's no, yeah. there's no coming back for me. Yeah. Like every possibility is going through his head. What if I lose and get knocked out? What if he fucking breaks my nose? What yeah. if I win? What if all of it is so just going through his head? And I think that zoom. And that moment just works really well. Yeah, that that what you said right there. What if I win? Is like probably the most like poignant thing of that's going through his mind because he's like, dude, I what the fuck am I gonna like? If he loses, okay, yeah, I go back. I'm the same fucking guy. Whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. If I win, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. If I win, I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, what do, like and we he's more and, scared of if he wins. Yeah, and, and we obviously see like how like the spotlight and the fame, you know, fucks with him because he's on. Yeah. What what I loved is because when they're when they're interviewing for the first time when they're doing the announcement, and then you know Apollo makes that shitty joke about like, oh, if he can't fight, at least he can cook and shit yeah. like that. <laughs> what I love is he's so like. Like fucked up by the media and everything, but the one thing that that brings him alive and that makes him himself again is when he just wants to say hello to Adrian. Because this movie is very much about their relationship yeah. and how both of them kind of need each other oh, to sure. bring each other to life. To, yeah, yeah. For her to believe in him, for him to believe in himself, and for her to come out of her shell. shell yeah. Because, dude, after like when they when they're watching on TV, oh, she's a whole different. Her person. demeanor, the way she speaks, how loud she speaks, yeah. and everything, just completely different. That's my favorite thing. I think is how he brings life to her. Yeah. Like to see them together on the couch, like yeah, like that's her true self. Mm. She was just waiting for someone to bring that out of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, and know? it's it's when. Uh, it happens in a lot of different movies, and that's a, like the plot of a bunch of different movies. I, I just think it's done because at first it was a bit jarring. I was like, why would she be that different? But like we said, it's like, dude, uh, Polly says she never goes out. She never does anything. Mm-hmm. And like almost 30, you know? Yeah. So that scene when they're watching on the couch and then um, 
you know, he tells Polly, oh, none of that stuff bothers me. And then when she walks him out and then right before he leaves, like, no, I said that stuff doesn't bother me. And she's like, yeah, it does. Yeah. And then he just leaves, Dude, you know. Yeah. I'm just like, dang, this movie's fucking great, but man. That, that's what that's my favorite about this movie is yeah. that it shows that that human emotion, that real like human yeah, there's no doubt. fucking like, robots bringing yeah. you fucking French fries like in Rocky Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's fucking scared. Yeah, like dude. he's 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 terrified. Uh huh. And and I mean that that becomes a thing throughout the Rocky movies too. Oh yeah, he, for he sure. never loses that for because sure. that that I really believe like I I struggle with that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right, like with like with you know training. Like sometimes I'll 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 you know, be at it for like a long time. Then after a while, I'll be like, what am I even doing this for? You know, I have like a self doubt, you know, and I stop and then I'm like, fuck man. Like, like this shit gets to me, you know, like, like the fear of it, you know, like what if I get hurt, you know, all this stuff. And then, but then it's like, no, like, what this, if I get a boner while I'm on top of some? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, nah, this is what, what I do. You know, this is fun. You know, this is like something that I feel, I feel comfortable in there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've never, obviously never fought, you know, I've competed a couple of times, yeah, but, yeah. you know, in those moments I've, I've felt doubt. I've felt, you know, Oh, I can't do this shit. What the fuck am I even doing here? Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's why I, I, this movie, I resonate it resonates so much with me, and when I watch it, I'm just like, man, like, that's why you you root for him so yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. hard, because you see that shit, you see how scared he is, and he's doubting himself every inch of the way. Yeah, um, and a lot of people believe, it. and you know, I the the scene where Mickey shows up to his apartment. Oh, I love that scene. It's really hard to watch though yeah. <laughs> before before they start yelling at each other. Yeah. Because Mickey's just being so coy, and you know what he wants. Rocky knows what he wants, yeah. and everything like that. But seeing an opportunity, yeah, and it just—you half believe that he believes in Rocky, or is he just fucking uh, wants to go along for the ride? Because that's basically what Polly wants. He wants to be in his oh, corner. Yeah. He wants to do everything else. Um, what's really gratifying to me is Tony, uh, the loan shark. Just gives him five hundred bucks. Here, I yeah. be- I believe in you. you, yeah. you like Lady Luck's finally shining on you. You never yeah. had no luck before. Like, Don't worry. Here's five hundred dollars for training and everything. I'm like, holy shit, dude! Yeah. Like, there are people like in this community that know. I mean, everybody's uh, talks Rocky. I, we skipped over the scene where he's walking the fucking little girl home or whatever. Oh yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh yeah, because I mean, if he got something to say, yeah. no, it's just how he goes on his whole fucking spiel on like. You know, on you hang out with yo-yos, yeah, you're yeah. gonna have yo-yo friends. You yeah. know, like and the whole thing, and then she's not listening to a word he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's folly of youth, man. It's it's yeah. It always pisses me off how many times I was told something. Oh yeah, by older people. It goes right over your head, and you're not only goes right over your head. You like detest it because you're a teenager and you're like, I fucking know everything. Yeah. I know oh, yeah. how life works and yeah. blah, blah, and you're a little fucking shithead. Yeah. And it's like, I've had conversations with teenagers, like my friend's little brothers or something, like whoever the fuck, and you try to tell them something and like, you could fucking draw them a picture of yeah. like how you're supposed to do things or why you shouldn't do something and they're just yeah. never, ever. And, and, He's not even like grasping that maybe none of this is is hitting home no, to the not little at all. girl. He not just goes off mm-hmm. the whole way home. He's just telling her, 
I mean, he's saying a lot of the same shit over yeah. and over again, yeah, yeah. but he's just saying it in different ways. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> basically, what, what he says, uh, not to say, any, yeah, I don't, you know, say a bad word, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna grow up to be a whore, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you know, it's like. Dude, I'm like, it's just fuck. her on the steps. Yeah. If I hang out with whores, I'm gonna end up being a whore. Hey, Rocky. Yo, fuck you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Creepo. Yeah. Uh, yo, just in this movie so much. <laughs> or you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Just over and over again. Um. Yeah, I love. I love that. You know, he's just all around great guy. Loves animals, and he's trying to help the youth. Yeah. And, uh, but never really, I don't know, maybe never really trying to help himself. Like, he doesn't really, like, yeah, maybe that, you know, that that's it. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, be- he doesn't believe in himself. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And, like, what's crazy is that what I would say, what I think about it actually now that I say, I think he half believes in himself. Yeah, yeah. Because if he didn't believe in himself at all, he, yeah, he, he wouldn't. wouldn't, he wouldn't, one, still be fighting, two, probably, be in jail or somewhere worse or anything like that. Yeah. And it um it it takes one hundred percent commitment, one hundred percent belief in order to do extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. So to see I mean, he's not living in the laps of luxury or anything, but he's still people like him around the neighborhood yeah, yeah. and he's still a good guy and everything like that. So if you could believe in yourself halfway and you and life it may be kind of shitty like imagine what you can do if you fucking oh, yeah. go all out you know yeah. which is the, essentially the theme of the movie yeah. um but yeah it just it's so much good stuff in this movie well, one thing for sure is that he he fucking works hard as hell oh yeah and once he's committed once he's like yo I got to train like he fucking goes for it yeah Obviously, we get the famous fucking six eggs in a cup Oh, scene. my God, yeah. It's been used in so many things, and it basically every time somebody tries to do it, they spit the eggs out. Yeah, it's, um, it's It sounds terrible. Have you ever tried to do that? No. No? I'll give you 10 bucks you try to do it right now. I got a, car- I got a carton of eggs. <laughs> I'm good, man. Six months expired downstairs. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, obviously, probably the most famous scene, apart from the fight in this movie, is the running montage, train yeah, montage. Yeah. Which, uh, like we said, I, like I mentioned early, uh, Bill, uh, Bill Conti, who did the score for this movie, uh, absolutely fantastic. Probably one of the most iconic uh, scores in the history of fucking movies. This one, or like theme songs, like so, like it'd be like this, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and like some other fucking movie. Mm-hmm. But this one's really, um, really, really just uplifting the song gonna fly now mm. fucking amazing i don't know about you but i've certainly been on the treadmill or running out in the street listening to this song before oh i haven't done it running but i'll do i'll put it on while fucking, you're fucking hitting the bag, bag yeah for sure that awesome yeah this I, this and uh, i the tiger <laughs> oh dude i'm telling you when i bought that dvd that dvd yeah. set i was listening to that and i the tiger so much yeah and i remember my mom like because our, our computer used to be right downstairs where the kitchen was. And I remember my mom being in the kitchen and, like, I'd be listening to this. And a lot of times she'd be like, why are you listening to this old-ass music? And I'm like, it's in fucking Rocky. Dude, if you've never listened to Eye of the Tiger or the Rocky, <laughs> the main theme song, while working out, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you what, doing? What are you doing? You yeah. got to do it at least once. Um, yeah, it just... <laughs> 
It's 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 great. Um, but yeah, the running montage super fucking famous. Yeah. And obviously, I love the people. You know, they toss him some fruit. He's eating the fruit, <laughs> and they're showing him punching the ribs and yeah, him on the on the on the uh, speed bag and everything. And obviously, it runs. Whereas uh, it finishes where he's running at the top of the um, the stairs in Philadelphia. It begins earlier on. He's barely making it up to the top. Yeah, and now he's like at breath, the top yeah. and he's like fucking. Oh, he's ready to go. Like shadow boxing yeah. and everything. Um, this movie's so iconic that, and especially for the for the city of Philadelphia, uh-huh. that they had that statue there. They, oh, yeah. They've since taken it down, which I'm not exactly sure why. Oh, but really? They had an actual statue of, I've fucking, been there. of, of him. Uh, I yeah. think they put it in one of the movies, in Rocky Three. I think, yeah, yeah. When he gets super rich. Mm-hmm. Um, and But it was there for years and yeah. years and years. And I think they've taken it down. That's weird. Since, yeah. I'm not sure why. It's, uh, it was, I mean... Not to, I mean, Philadelphia is a famous city for a bunch of other stuff, but there's a article that I've seen online a few times where it's like, oh, what's the f- most famous movie that takes place in your state? Mm-hmm. And uh, Rocky is for, oh, for yeah, Pennsylvania, for sure. For sure. Um, I've ran up those steps before. Really? Straight up, just, just not, obviously not yeah, from like from the bo- from the bottom up. And that was already hard. Really? Yeah. I can imagine running through the whole fucking city and then having that at the end of your workout. Like would be gnarly, yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's just yeah, yeah. it's great. That that whole montage is great. Bill Conti's score is it's fucking. Awesome, it's yeah. gonna fly now and just putting his hands up, yeah. just jumping up and down. Just it it just gives you chills, man. Yeah, it really does. Um, I can only imagine because even before seeing this movie, I don't know about you, but you had seen that on TV or something somewhere, yeah. you know. But I can only imagine. Going to see this movie for the first time. Oh yeah, and pe- and being in the theater and people like, are see- pumped. You're dude. seeing that and you're just like, yeah, rock. Oh, you man. can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Like, oh man, can you imagine so people yelling out in the in the movie? Yeah, it, it just it would be so fucking cool. Yeah. Um. Is there any before we get to like the actual fight? Is there anything else that uh you you uh noticed or whatever you wanted to mention before we get to like the last part of the movie? Um. Yeah. There's a. <laughs> There's a fucking uh, damn. I, I wanted to look up that movie that has to do with with the Rocky movies, um, but uh, one other thing: does the scene when they go to the ice rink, ice skating rink, does uh, it remind you of something? Oh else? yeah, obviously. Uh, it reminds me of Happy Gilmore. Yeah, okay. And I can't help. But I was sitting there. And I can't help but wonder if like that's in there because yeah, because of of Rocky. Um, I have a feeling. Yeah, and, but but like. Adam Sandler was like, but I'm going to make it to where instead of <laughs> the guy telling me, yeah, hey, we're closed, no, it's like, like, for Happy Gilmore, <laughs> anything. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I the, one and up Rocky. I mean, I mean, you got you got like the guy with the Zamboni there. Yeah. Like, it just. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I'm going to just say yes. Yeah. I think I think because that's a underdog sports movie. Yeah, for I, sure. I, there's no it's reason why that, yeah. that that's not the case. Which is awesome. Yeah. It makes me love that movie even more. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So before we get to the fight, I, I just wanted to say uh, that this movie becomes, you know, he, he's walking and he goes to the ring and everything. And he goes back and he has that conversation with Adrian. And he's, he's telling her, like, I can't, I can't beat him. There's no way, blah, blah, blah. And they make that. They don't really make an agreement, but he's telling her, like, nobody's ever gone the distance with with uh apollo creed uh-huh. 
and that becomes his kind of like goal just i don't need to win but i know i can i like it'll mean that much more to me if i can just take this guy all the way and that will be my victory that will be my championship to know that i have what it takes to fucking go toe to toe with this guy 15 and, rounds yeah and walk away and that's why it's 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 pretty fucking i think we mentioned that earlier but the fact that it, he doesn't care if he wins or loses yeah. draw yeah. the fact that he goes and shows the world yo like i'm some bum mm-hmm. quote unquote yeah and i can fucking stand there with this dude yeah that's damn yeah, watching this. To not one, even care if he wins. Watch to, me or watching this one made me want to watch Rocky two right away, yeah. just because I the love. Rematch. I love yeah the rematch, but I love the fucking when Apollo Creed's like, no, we're gonna have another. People are saying that, you know, he beat me and blah blah, and then uh, his trainer <clears throat> is telling him. Uh, like no, you don't want. We don't want this for you. Like first, he's trying to be like, no, you don't need to do that again. Blah blah. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, no, be fucking real with me. Like, like yeah. tell me, like what you what you mean. And he's like, uh, he hurt you. He's like, I saw you fucking go at this guy yeah. for fifteen rounds, yeah, and he just sick. kept on coming. <laughs> we don't we don't need him. Yeah. We don't need <laughs> this awesome, fight. Dude, I was yeah. like, dang, that's fucking so sick. Yeah. Like. In fact, you're he scared of him. Yeah, you're he drops sc- him in the, the first, first round. round yeah, yeah. And never happened to him before. Yeah. Breaks his ribs, bleeding on the inside. Like, yeah, so the whole fight is yeah. just magnetic. And I like that it sets a precedent for how every single fight in the next Rocky movies go. Mm-hmm. You get first round, corner, come out, fight again, and then it goes into a montage. Yeah. Of the of the whole fight, yeah, you don't need to see the of the whole fight, now. and then you get a couple corners like oh, yeah. them talking back and forth, and then you get like the last round, and yeah. that's basically how all the fights yeah. in Rocky go from that's all you need, yeah, from the from the beginning uh, to end. The fight in general, I remember it looking worse, yeah, um, like choreo- choreography wise. But I was watching it today, and I was like, this is actually like it's pretty good. It's it's. It definitely doesn't really look like a like a boxing match, like a real boxing match that much, because I think um, there hadn't been that many movies where no. they really were doing boxing shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's mo- it comes way more from a, like a, bo- a Hollywood perspective of like what a fight is. Yeah. But regardless, I mean, it's entertaining but as all hell. Some of the mo- some of the fights, the boxing matches from the fifties and the sixties, mm-hmm. like the forties, fifties. You know, those early uh, days, um, a lot of those fights look like that. Really? Yeah. It just was kind of like just staggered sloppy, just, yeah. almost, you know, like... Well, yeah, that makes sense because they would be perfecting, like, yeah. the the science behind fighting oh, yeah. techniques and everything. Yeah. And they would just be Over throwing years. bombs, you know, fucking guy falls down. I mean, dude, I think a lot of it is people were just fucking tougher back then. Yeah, like dudes were just able to take just fucking punishment, and that was a that was a big thing that you had to have was being tough. And yeah, being yeah, able yeah. to take blows. It, di- it didn't really matter about technique. It, it, yeah, it's not like your chin and everything. Yeah, yeah, it did, but then also, yeah, you had yeah, to yeah, be yeah. able to fuck take a beating. Yeah, and yeah, it's like now, you know, yeah, you should be able to take a punch, but the consensus in boxing and in fighting in general technique. now is like. Dude, fuck that. I don't want to get hit. Yeah, no. I, I don't, don't want to. The fucking most like famous boxer now, fucking Mayweather. Yeah. Man. Has hardly ever really yeah. taken a beating. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, dude, 
watching the Rocky, all the fight montage or the all the fights in the movies are just like, dude. Put your hands up. Bro, what are you doing? You it's, see him coming. I, I know you're a southpaw, but come on, Yeah, bro. you see him coming. He's like, It's almost he's like, like he's like leading with his head. Yeah. Like, I think he says that. Doesn't he say that? He's like, he's blocking punches with his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, the fight. The fight's awesome. And then, like we said, I, I love how it kind of ends abruptly, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love I love how it kind of ends abruptly. He's just screaming for Adrian. These people are all in his face. Um, we it goes to split decision. I loved also you don't that hear the end though, right? Uh, no, you could kind of hear it. Uh, but I love that the that there you would think in this movie that it going to split decision that the way the filmmakers would make it is that everything's dependent on whether Rocky wins or loses, mm-hmm. but because the it's not important to the character yeah it's not important to, to the us. audience yeah, yeah. either um and he just really wants to be with adrian and like had gone the 15 rounds yeah yeah and that's yeah. all that and that's all that mattered so yeah. I, I think it's just so well done Honestly, um, yeah, yeah just really well done and the fact that there's not any um when movies end abruptly like that like my biggest one that i hate so much is uh lethal weapon 2 mm. Because, God, that movie, they kill the main villain, and there's supposed to be so many, like, fuck, so much backlash for killing that. The whole thing is, like, you can't kill that guy because he's got diplomatic immunity. Yeah. And then they kill him, and then all the cops show up, and it just ends. And I'm just like, dude, what happened to fucking Murtaugh and Riggs? Like, what the fuck? But with this one, it just, you don't need, you don't need any of that. You don't need the closure or anything. You, you, Rocky got what he wanted. Yeah. You know he's getting, what, 150K payday. Mm -hmm. Um... And he's just, and then everything else is gonna come with that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You don't know at this point without the sequels, you don't know what that means. But this guy accomplished what he wanted to. He's got a payday, love of his life in his arms, and what more could you fucking ask yeah. for an ending? It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's it's awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's great. You, you think it could have ended right there and then never make two, three, and four? Yeah. It would have been okay for people. I think. I think it. it Totally could have done that. The only problem with that is that it fucking made 225 <laughs> times its budget. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was never going to happen. I know, I know. But uh, it's like, you know, as far as like, what, what, what's going to happen next? You like, know what? It okay. like okay. it ends on a good note. Okay, you know? so this is what I would, I would say to that and how that could have been possible. But it wouldn't have happened because Sylvester Stallone, so the 70s, this, this, the fifties and the sixties were all about happy-go-lucky, mm-hmm. fucking musical comedies and everything like that. But by the beginning of the seventies, that's when the new, the golden age of of cinema is over, and the new era of cinema begins. Yeah, and because of the climate in the country, what's going on with Vietnam, and we're seeing it on TV, and the counterculture movement, of like the late sixties and early seventies, and everything. And just the turmoil in the country, movies be- begin to get really, really dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we get Taxi Driver, we get The Godfather, we get all these movies who, that, for my money, become a lot better because they get more serious and they get more grounded in reality. Mm. Even Star Wars is it, it's a fucking sci-fi fantasy, but it changes what fantasy or what what sci-fi was from being clean and fucking yeah. you know straight lines to just all this muck and guck all over the galaxy yeah. and everything. So. Sylvester Stallone was quoted. I saw an interview with him uh, where he's talking about the making of this movie and why he wrote it the way he did is because 
he had just been seeing so many movies that were so drab and so dark and everything that he wanted a real like like nobody in America makes like underdog like good heartwarming mm-hmm. stories anymore yeah. so he made it for that purpose uh. let's say this movie still gets made but they take it away from Stallone they give it to another director and another actor and everything like that the way you don't get any sequels is his goal was to go the distance and he makes it mm-hmm. but the movie doesn't end with him in the ring he goes to the fucking back and the doctors and they're like all calming down and he's all bloodied and broken up and then he fucking lays there and then fucking just head trauma and just pretty dies? much just dies. Oh shit. Like that to me is like a 70s ending to this movie. Yeah. Um and obviously you're not getting any fucking sequels. Yeah. But would the reception of this movie been the same? Would it got the would it have gotten the Oscar nominations? I think so. But I don't know how regular audiences would have like tied to it. It just would have been. That like, would have pissed people off. Probably, yeah. yeah. Like they come back, like, oh, you did it, rock, rock, rock. Yeah, that oh, would have fucking just been fucking furious. dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's like a '70s ending to this movie, but you know, Stallone made it the way that it was, and yeah. you know, we got the rest of the Rocky Dude, franchise, I mean, which I'm not mad about. I'm not, I'm not yeah, mad about me it at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh Great movie, man. Yeah. Great movie. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up? We can't really do the the whole uh, sequel thing because there's yeah. five sequels to this movie yeah. and three, two spinoff movies and another one coming out Dude, with, 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 so Creed, with Creed. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Have you seen any of the Creed movies? Yeah, they're good. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. They're, I heard, heard they're great. The third one's coming out. Um I haven't seen them. I think I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the boxing mood now. They're, they're got, really good. I got the got the bite, and it's dope to see Rocky taking the Mickey role. Yeah, yeah. Like apparently, he's, apparently sick. he's not in the third one. I oh, think okay. they went in a direction that he that he didn't like, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm walking away from this," uh, which is unfortunate. But people are just gonna make yeah. movies for money, man. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really cool. I, I like that premise. Like, oh, he takes on Apollo Creed's yeah, kid. And that's fucking, fucking sick. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Super cool. Uh, there's a, <laughs> there's a word that Polly says in this movie. Uh-huh. Did you notice what, when he, when he's telling, uh, Adrian to come out? No. Because Rocky's there. No. He's like, I want you out of here instamatically. Instamatically. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't notice that one. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. I hope that I hope he made that up on on the spot. That that'd be great. That would be great. Instant. Th- this movie seems like there was a lot of room for yeah. improv, especially with like Sylvester Stallone's lines. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems like he's kind of like riffing through a, bu- a bunch of this stuff. Just being from the East Coast too, like New Yorkers and East Coast. Whoa, whoa, people. whoa, 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 whoa! He's from Philadelphia, all right. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like they. They got a different way about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their slang yeah, and the way yeah. they talk and like it's like everything's more like loose. And, yeah, you yeah. know, it's like I don't know. It's it's fucking great. Yeah, but uh, I think uh, I think that does it for us. This is our first episode of this year. We got a lot of good stuff in store for you guys this year. Oh, um, sorry. No, yeah. Did you notice the part when he tells Mickey, he's like, "Cut me." Yeah, yeah. Me, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they gush and then a, all the blood. Yeah. Dude. No, but you see the the guy, the cut man. Yeah, yeah. He cuts him, and then you can see him squirt the fake blood out of his hand. Oh, really? I didn't notice. Yeah, that. and it just comes out. It, oh, lo- no. it looks like a ketchup packet. <laughs> no, I didn't notice yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That part's gnarly. <laughs> um, what you call it? Uh, yeah. Like I said, 
first episode of this year. Have a bunch of good stuff that we want to do this year. I know um, I have some movies in mind that I want to do this year. I know Jason does too. So hope you guys had a happy holiday. Sorry that the episodes have been off. We'll be getting back on track soon. We've both been very busy over the holidays. I want to see a Spider Rico m- movie. Why <laughs> do you want to see that? The, the, I'll, the I'll, next, the next, uh, we'll do the prequel, Spider Rico. I want to know Spider Rico's story. I want, I want to, because that's a fucking great name, by the way. He looks like a discount Jimmy Khan, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah. really does. <laughs> uh, I yeah. just love his name, Spider, Spider Rico. Rico. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll be back next week, uh, with a new episode for you guys for Played Again Man. I'm Steve Valdez, Jason Brunez. And we'll see you at the movies next week, guys.